All right. So, welcome to the Brand Identity Design Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm your host for today's show. Why we are actually doing this live podcast? I want to actually, uh, you know, say a belated Valentine's Day to each and everyone who is listening to this conversation. I hope you guys had fun yesterday. You were able to show this love and support to your family, friends, or your loved ones. You know, whoever is out there. So, we, you know, we are currently doing a series from the past few seasons. It's called as the dark side of entrepreneurship. Nothing really dark and scary about it. The aim of the show is to educate entrepreneurs about uh, business. recommend strategies on how to deal with adversities and i want to actually get interesting guests who can speak about interesting topics uh, so that you know you have a plethora of information out there as to how you can conduct and run your own business so i interview these high level business executives like the one which you see next to me on clubhouse on linkedin you would not be able to see this profile uh, but you know her name is claudia esquare her website details are listed uh, on the event comments and you should be able to find all those interesting information uh, get on a call with her and try to understand uh, the business of making movies all right so i i assure you this is not going to be just a, a boring business talk show we will be injecting or we will be trying to inject a healthy dose of humor and personality to the mix you're also listening to spotify's top 30% most followed business uh, podcast in the actually the business podcast in the business category globally my podcast is also heard in over 23 countries and it's also on the top 5% of the most shared uh, business podcast globally as well so sit back relax and get ready to laugh and learn with us so So let's let's actually give me let me give you a heads up on today's conversation. So we are going to be speaking about how to make a movie, and Claudia is going to take us through the steps of bringing a story to life on the big screen, including script development, uh, securing funding, assembling the cast and crew, distribution, navigating the challenges of film, post production work. and stuff like that. So this this podcast is actually ideal for aspiring filmmakers or simply movie enthusiasts. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But this podcast uh will surely give you valuable insights and inspiration. So thank you so much for making this show happen. You know, your listeners, you are the reason why I do these shows regularly on LinkedIn. So so let's actually, you know, let me give you a heads up on who Claudia is. So so Claudia uh, is a film and TV producer, director and writer. She's also the founder of real spot films uh, claudia has done production work for cbs nbc and vtv she's also a digital marketer who specializes in visual storytelling uh, through films tv shows videos radios and strategic product uh, strategic product placements the last uh, season i think on season 2 we have done a very exclusive episode which speaks about product placement which happens in movies and that was a phenomenal show i highly recommend you guys to actually go and check it out on spotify so you know please please welcome please welcome the very awesome claudia square to our podcast welcome claudia welcome 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 Thank you. Thank you so much, Jason. I'm so glad and happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And it's really an honor to be and have the opportunity to share 
thoughts and experiences around this amazing topic of how to make movies. I really look forward for this conversation and I really hope that I can provide, you know, some inspiration and some insights around the movie making process. Absolutely, absolutely. This is going to be a fun conversation. Uh, so sit tight, guys. You know, we're going to deep dive into this topic uh, right away. Thank you so much. It's an absolute honor having you once again on my podcast. The last episode was kick ass. It's still on the top 10, the product placement one. Uh, so, you know, thank you so much for making that happen. You know, it, it takes a lot of effort for the content to really, uh, you know, work, especially when, when, when it's a podcast. So that was pretty cool and spectacular of you. So, you know, let's actually get into our conversation. You know, before we, you know, before we understand and dissect the film production, the whole thing. Okay. Could you tell my audience what made you so interested in camera, gadgets, cables and stuff like that? You know, it's not something, you know, which I've seen many women, not that they are, they are not capable of doing it. But what made you so interested in these high tech gadgets, technology and other stuff? And into getting movie, getting into movies also, if you get my question. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Jason. I think like it just came from a hybrid, right? I think like the curiosity and the love for stories. And I also love the technology side of it and understanding how things work. Um, I feel like I had, and I think like I mentioned this before, I had a, a, an amazing parents who I can um, give the thanks to as well. Um, they didn't. They didn't tell me what was. Once when right one a specific box that you have to fit in, I think like based on curiosity, I was able to play with many things that might not consider, you know, especially a girl, um, maybe toys or, or it was just part of the curiosity. So if I wanted to see something that it was inside and how it works, I would definitely be encouraged to do it and, and be allowed to. And I think like that just said that part of me that wanted to understand things on another level and use technology to create this amazing stories and I was always fascinated about that process as well I think uh, my first move my first memory actually comes from a theater right so I think like that's really embedded in me and that's where it comes that amazing um, passion you know that many many people has and we have in common and just tell movies and tell stories Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, isn't that phenomenal, guys? You have no idea that we actually have conversations about cables and wires and cameras and gadgets. That's what that's the conversation she has with me uh, whenever I call her on weekends, uh, you know, just to ask about how things are. You know, isn't that crazy? So, oh, OK, so you are the only person I have come across who actually <laughs> speaks about cables, gadgets, technology and all. And that is super, super cool. Let's deep dive into this conversation now. And I appreciate the background story. And I love the fact that you started off from theater and it has a huge inspiration 
That's super, super cool. Now, could you help the audience dissect this and help us understand what are the different stages uh, to a film production? You know, let's break it down into categories and maybe you can give us an overview of those categories. Yes, of course. Well, to make a movie, you need to go through different stages and they will vary it, you know, in time consuming or complexity, depending on the project and especially how big the project is. And if it's a project that needs a lot of special effects and CGI, or it's something that is more focused on the story and the characters as it is. So once you have that, you will go to different stages and we can talk about five main stages. We have the development process, we have the pre-production process, we have the production, post-production, and distribution. And we can basically, as a norm, point that like that. So in the development process, it's really important because this is the first stage. So here is where you go from the story, from this mere idea, and actually create that script that you need to be developed. And then you will go to involve or to switch from writing and rewriting the script and securing funding. And you will need to obtain all the rights, all the permissions, all the things that will help you to propel that story, that idea into the next phase. That is when you already have those things secure, especially funding, because with that is the, is where everything begins to take, you know, and to be more serious about. And then you go into the pre-production process or a stage where you actually begin to prepare. Okay, so go slow, go slow, go slow. Is, wow, this is, oh. this is like loaded with <laughs> things. I can't like, okay, okay. So let me just backtrack now. So you said, there are five stages, if I'm getting getting that right, five stages primarily involved in film production. Okay, so at some point, uh, due to the size, you said due to the size and complexity of the projects, uh, there could be more, uh, more than five components. But typically, you said a movie has five. If I'm not mistaken, I heard you say development. Uh, second, I think you spoke about some pre-production something. Third was... Was that production or th I think it was production, third one, right? Yes, production. And, yes. and the fourth mm -hmm. one After was? After the pre-production. Post-production. You just go okay. into full. Yes. Post-production and the last one is distribution. So guys, you know, once again, development is the first stage, pre-production, second stage, production is third stage, fourth is post-production and fifth is distribution. So currently, let's uh, you know emphasize on development again. So development is basically the first stage, right? So could you could you just repeat that again so that we go step by step? Yes, of course, more than happy. I know that it could be a lot of information. Yeah, I, I know the reason <laughs> why you were saying yes. it so flawlessly is because you kind of do this day in and day out. For me, if you ask me, I'm like new to this whole thing and I'm sure many people who are listening is also new. So let's help them out understand it. So development stage, let's hear that again. Wonderful. So, um, you know, in the development is where everything begins. You just go cater, nurture the idea. And every story begins with an idea, right? So you are based on that idea, you will create your script. And it depends who you are in this process because, 
you could be the director, you could be the producer, you could be the writer. So it doesn't, it matters who you are in this process and where you will be entering in this process. So once you have that script secure, you have that, that base on that concept that you actually had for the film, if you are the produ producer actually, then you will go and find that funding, right? So you need money, you need the resources to actually make this endeavor, this that this enterprise, right? Because a movie is an enterprise um, to happen. And then you need to move on into obtaining rights, permits, all the legal involved side of things so you can propel and move forward to the next status. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So that's the first stage. You develop the script and the idea. So basically, that's where you conceptualize everything. And uh, then you get into rights, permissions, scripts, securing funding, stuff like that. That makes sense to me. Second stage, you said was pre-production. So you know, help us understand what is pre-production. So this stage is very crucial. So you have to prepare everything that it will go on on production. So on this stage, you have to begin the actual filming process. And I would say begin because this is the stage when you secure location, when you uh, talk about uh, um, finding your the right crew for, for your movie, where you, you know, begin to create the storyboards, the mood boards, you begin to do a scouting, like all the amazing things prior to make that production process so as smooth as possible because you will always encounter things but that's why pre-production is so crucial for this process because you have to envision everything before it happens and you also have to do a lot of prepared and be prepared for i a b c <laughs> and the things that can go wrong in the production so you have like the way to move around things and to take the right decisions once those things mm. happen. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is pretty self-explanatory. So according to you, pre-production is a very crucial stage because you're arranging all the cast, the crew, hiring the right people, identifying the locations where to shoot. Uh, what is storyboard exactly, Claudia? So a storyboard is actually the images. You, you do rough kind of concepts, let's say, on how you want that story to be told and to be seen once you go to production. So that's a great tool because now you can discuss those things with your uh, DP, with actually your director of photography. You can use it also uh, for a production basis because they would, need, they would know how you want to tell the story. Um, and it's a really, really nice um, way of knowing how, how will be the flow of the story. So you can actually make those, I don't know if you have seen, it's kind of like see comic, you know, comic strips and, uh, in that yeah, sense. Yeah, okay. Yes. So it's like frame so by that's frame. that's a story word. Frame yes, by frame. Frame by frame yes. images. Okay, okay. Makes I have sense. to say that I'm not that good at an artist, but even like uh, stick figures can work. 
sometimes when you want to <laughs> to just you know um, talk about um, framing and what type of of, of um, you know how you want to tell the story what type of, of frames you want to use like and it's really really helpful it's really yeah, helpful yeah. You, I, can, you can have like as detail as a beautiful almost the same thing that you will see on the on the screen yeah absolutely it makes sense and i i, I think what she's trying to say guys is that to help people just visualize the setup storyboard helps you to accomplish that i think that's what you're trying to say because it will be next to impossible to like just say things and explain things so that people would get a hold of it so by drawing it you can tell them this is where the setup would be this is where the table should be or this is where uh, the actor or you know this is where the camera would be stuff like that i think that makes sense but anyway let's let's move on so you know the third stage you said was production so could you help us understand what is production exactly is it the same as pre-production or here is there something different going on here oh this is the exciting part this is where everything comes to place and this is actually when you film the movie so um production is the fun the fun and the exciting part now you will begin to actually roll the movie to do the fun camera settings to work with the, your amazing crew and make this story comes to life and that's the most unique tiring process but also the most rewarding as well <laughs> okay so so i if my guess is right this is where actually the film uh, it's it's like coming to life, right? This is where everyone starts shooting and the whole setup starts. Uh, this is how you give life to the script, right? In in exactly. a nutshell. Okay. Okay. Yes. I get what you're trying that's, to say. That's the fun part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Next stage, post production. I'm guessing, uh, you know, production helps you to capture everything, bring the story to life, and post production, I guess, would be more like giving it finishing touches like you know maybe adding music editing uh, maybe putting special effects something of that sort is that guess right do you think that's what's happening you are so on point yes so you will be editing the film that's where everything comes in place the score the sound design all the special effects if you have like bfx all all the things that come into place that are necessary for all your audience to actually watch the movie. So that's that's when the final assemble and the final way of telling that story is actually complete. Because you can you can say that you have three ways of making a movie. It's like you will make one movie when you actually write the screen, the screenplay, right? You do another movie when you actually shoot the movie in the production process and then you have another movie once you put all the pieces together and you edit in edit edit everything so that's basically how the process from the begin movie on the main idea and the actually written story begins and then when it's final into the editing um, stage 
Awesome, awesome. Guys, those who are listening on LinkedIn, we have around 18 people listening on LinkedIn. I love my LinkedIn family and community. Please give me a thumbs up if you're finding this information insightful uh, because we are going to be jumping further and, and you know making this even more cooler. So the next and the last stage, I think you spoke about distribution. So could you help us understand what is distribution? Well, this is the final part. And, and I would say final because that's when, you know, the film is distributed, it's released. You're able to actually watch the film, even if it's through a streaming platforms or a home video as before was. Um, all that part of all these years of work will actually be successful complete when once you get to this stage to the distribution stage all right all right that that makes sense so basically distribution is where it, things hit the theater or streaming platforms or ott uh, or in the form of dvd stuff like that that's basically how that's a, basically the last stage would distribution also be the same where movies get premiered like the cans uh, or cans, I don't know, you know the right way of pronouncing that, the film festivals and all. Uh, would distribution be a part of that or does it come before distribution? It depends. It can come before because you could actually say um, that that part of going to festivals before the distribution process. It depends on how they handle because some of them will require for you to actually have like a couple of um, um, release, you know, release the film into into X amount of, of movie theaters, you know, and depending on if it's like a commercial, international part. So it will depend on the requirements from that um, particular festival. But you can definitely come first and then you can have like a redistribution side. So um. usually when Yes. So usually when a movie becomes really successful, you could see afterwards that they distributed in more broad way. So you will get international distribution. You will be acquired for other um, on other countries. And it just comes to a main mainstream uh, because they already have that that um, awards, those awards if they actually get or a critical um they can critically leverage that that winning process in that particular segment makes sense makes sense so the reason i highlighted that guys because based on my research i realized that a movie can be launched like twice or you know released twice one would be at a, a film festival uh, not really an official launch, but they do it because they want to grab people's attention, bring it to the right targeted audience, and could be also released at a later date, which could be maybe months from there or a year from there. Am I right? Uh, which is something lovely. You know, this is not my research was half accurate when I spoke to Claudia on a pre call uh, a few days back. That's when she corrected me that. Uh, it has to release date sometimes, okay, which was, you know, I was blown away. I was like, I didn't know that. 
I was thinking that if a movie gets released on a film festival, I thought that was the release date, which is not really the case. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's let's you know deep dive further, guys. If you're enjoying the conversation, please you know invite a few of your friends to join who are interested in movies. So my next question is that could you give us an overview of the key elements? that is included in a pitch or a proposal of a movie and the reason i'm i'm highlighting about the pitch and the proposal part is because claudia you said something about securing funding which is a very very important stage because that makes the movie or breaks the movie so could you help us understand uh, like the elements which you need to have in your pitch so that you can get or secure the funding and i know that you're also personally working on a movie Uh, which is expected to be produced by this year as well so help us understand and maybe you can give us some relatable examples from how you sec- try to secure your funding and all oh thank you daisan yes so it, this is really important part so when you want to secure that funding as you mentioned before you really need to have that pitch and that binder right uh, really in place because as i mentioned before this is a business and you have to treat it like that especially when you are in a production role um and you are trying to sell your movie and because of that you need to have um you know you you need to include several things right so you need a summary of the story which is actually the synopsis uh, you will need to have like your logline you will need to have really clearly who is your target audience it's kind of like marketing <laughs> piece so we actually um it's taken from it because you're actually as i said before you are talking about a business and you have to be really prepared on that is art which I know that my fellows filmmakers we love that side of it but we also need to be prepared to be actually that it makes sense when you are looking for funding and you would need to include on that you know your general your target audience you might need to include also other relevant information about who is your crew what are their previous work awards all this type of information that allows you and that allows you to make that unique film and create this compelling story that can actually attract that those potential inspect investors and also that will usually be so useful as well to secure your cast too because if you're looking for um lead actor a lead character that might be someone important to that role that's something that you can also propose and and present to them along with the script too that, that is super cool so uh, just to make things easy from what i heard you said something about log line and if my guess is right this is like a, a description of the story uh, or the concept basically you know like a brief you know an overview of it and uh, then you need to have like a summary uh, summary of the story and then which is the characters in your film 
it also needs to have like a target audience you said okay and you see you spoke about cast and crew information about what they have done previously uh, the projects experiences achievements stuff like that what else yes. what else do you need in a pitch Oh yes, so true. So you need to have that unique selling proposition. You have to say oh, don't tell me. why your story. So a film is, is like a business. I mean, when you yes, said it, it's like a business. I really a believe business. it. Okay. <laughs> yes. How, how does this it go? Is. Like you know, you, you <laughs> sit in front of these sharks and you're pitching. Like, okay, what makes your movie different from others, and how would you respond? That is the fun part. and i think like some sometimes as a filmmaker you might be forgetting that side you know as you said like in front of charks and just being able to 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 pitch that story and it's not just because they are in that particular way um that we know about the show but it's because there is so many stories out there there is so many ideas out there that you have to craft it in a way that you are that you have that unique selling point that you have that unique uh a story or or that you can tell that story in such a unique way that it will be so attractive to the audience that they are really really invested in it you know they see the potential they see how this movie or how this series can actually impact because at the end of the day it's revenue it's how many people will actually watch it and you know it's a numbers thing whether we like to begin the idea we we are really passionate we are really creative we love our stories you can really feel that your story is like a baby you know it's really unique it's really yours but in order for that to grow into a bigger experience and to achieve um international markets and achieve you know a, st- a streaming platforms or to be seen around the world you need to be able to create a really compelling selling and business plan and you know this marketing thing as well because that has to be really connected to what you are creating for and from then you will go to what is your budget you know what is the cost of the production how do you envision it and you need to have like those type of information as we talked before that you mentioned as well the cast and the crew all the people that are involved already in the project at this point or to this point just have into consideration that these things can change so if your project is green lighted let's say and they are acquiring because they are production companies or studios or major studios they might use this story with different cast you know they will bring that part of the production process into this idea and that can change a little bit but you have to have that reference from the beginning as well it's really helpful um marketing and 
distribution. You have to have a plan. You know, there are many movies that are have been huge in marketing without having too much of a budget. So if I can say um, an exemplar from mine, it, for me would be Witch Blur Project, which is an alter movie. I don't know if you have seen that movie before. I think it's from 89, the 90s. And they did something really clever because they used the marketing, they used the story to actually create ton of curiosity because when they present the movie they even use the real actress names and what they did was because it was based on this story and this idea that it was um, based on found tape like found recordings along the way of oh like paranormal certain, activity yes yes I don't want to <laughs> to spoil it <laughs> I will not spoil but um, I have to say that it's really clever because that brought so much attention that a movie without basically no budget was able to be a huge revenue. And the same thing happened with um, Paranormal as well. So those type of movies are really great on creating that marketing without budget. But even bigger movies, they need marketing. And that's why you will see lead actors talking into press oh, releases. interviews, you know, like I yes, see a lot of press videos. interviews, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. I think like that's, that's what it makes it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen a lot of those clips by Kevin Hart and, and The Rock, you know, you know, being on YouTube channels, you know, saying funny things, interesting and humorous things, playing games. I think they they are subtly marketing their movie, because I could see the movie background uh, in the back. In in the back, you know, they have these posters and stuff like that, or they might be wearing costumes uh, similar to what they would have been worn during the movie. Right? That's also a subtle way of marketing and distributing and selling your film before it even gets launched. Right? So true, so true. Everything can help. And this is something what, now that you mentioned The Rock, this is something that we have been a lot of shift uh, through the time, especially later, because social media and, and social platforms had had so much impact into the way movies are made. You know, uh, you have big actors with a big following audience that they actually are considered to do more more movies because they do have that fan base. They do have people that are already interested on what they are doing and where they are, you know, appearing. And I think like that's also important to reflect on it because, um, you know, marketing, uh, and again, as I said before, this is also a business. And from that standpoint, if you are an actor or an actress and or even a filmmaker, you have to consider yourself also to think about on that marketing side, to create your own personal brand as well, because that definitely will help you um, on the other projects, on, on future projects that you will be um, taking and 
as much as your audience um, be, you know, get big and get more relevant, that also will open a lot of, of doors, you know, and it's really important to take that part under consideration as a marketing, but also as a personal brand, especially if you are beginning and you are really in the first stage of, of producing your movie. Or that, directing your movie. That, makes, <laughs> yes. that makes a lot of sense. I'm wondering, because it's like a business, because you opened my eyes by saying this is like a business, I thought it's entertainment, but that's not really the case. Do you guys have like a, a projected financial sheet uh, which you share with the investors? Uh, you tell them like, you know, this is the amount of revenue we are expecting first year, second year, third year. Uh, these are the uh, different platforms which we plan to distribute. This is the amount of revenue we're going to come from there. I don't know. I'm just guessing. D would you do that too? A projected financial statement for movies. Is that a, d is that a thing? Yes, that's the case. What the yes. hell? <laughs> I was just... Yes. Oops, uh, I was just shooting shit. Like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you need it. You need it because you are actually trying to prove that your money, that your movie can actually generate revenue, can make money, can be seen, you know, and you have to make financial project projections based. Usually what you do is that you base them on other similar movies and how well they went. And base, you can also do certain adjustment if your movie is a low budget movie, so you know that is not a huge investment, how much revenue it can bring based on other um, similar stories. And that's why you can make those type of financial projections and understand where that might go based on that market that is already there, that fan base, that um, consumers, let's say, <laughs> and and you are able to, to do those protections. And please don't take out the mind that is entertainment and it's also art because that's something that really needs to happen, right? I think I like it to see it as a blend because this is the beauty. You can entertain, you can create something unique, you can do art, you can do an amazing story that is capable of inspiring, of taking you to amazing different universe and also do the other part, right? But there, the, the thing is that to be able to do those things, to be able to create those powered and amazing and inspire and entertaining um, products as, a, as an end, right? As stories, films, you have to be able to found it first. And financials, talking numbers and talking financial, <laughs> financial. And, and, you know, the creative other side, like if you're talking with your DP or other part of the creative crew, you would talk in creative, you, you know, side, you will, you will talk in art, you will talk in feeling and emotion. You are looking on what your audience wants to feel and where you will take them and what type of experience you will want to to leave through your story 
So one thing that I love about um, the film industry is that, that you can actually merge both worlds and create something unique without giving giving each side you know and and i think like that's the, that's the most amazing part of it of making movies and what it makes it so for me for me this is a particular uh, opinion but what it makes it so emotional and so in, incredible you know it's it's like a new idea and i have to go if if i have to talk about backstage it also every time that you're filming a movie you are beginning a new experience like even though we're talking about all these processes and all these outlines and how it has to be done yes we follow this process but once you create each project is so different from the other and that's also the beauty of it awesome awesome that was jam-packed with so many things oh my god <laughs> thank you so much for sharing it now let's actually move move ahead because i know we are kind of a little short on time guys today we have to wrap things up before or by 90 minutes okay so i want to get into the the funding side a little more because when we were exchanging notes you had mentioned that there were seven different mediums of how one can secure funding for a movie would you mind taking our audience to each of these mediums you know one medium at a time yes definitely well um for to secure funding you you really can get it through different process and one of the main ones is a studio funding right so uh, once you have your your idea that studio that actually takes on this idea and clear that idea or green light that idea will provide all the funding for that movie so the studio becomes responsible for that production process that marketing process that distribution of the movie and they will also you know have their 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 revenues from the actual box office when when the movie is released give me give me an um, example of a studio mm -hmm. like what would be a studio you mean you say studio oh yes yes so you have studios as warner brothers you have studios as um disney you have other small studios um as you know a24 you have blumhouse productions you have pixar studios so Marvel Studios, there are so many studios. Oh, um, oh, oh, okay, yes. okay. I get what you're so, trying to say. So yes. uh, I was under the impression these guys are just responsible for production. But that's not really the case. They also fund movies and help you with marketing and distribution and plus make money off you. I didn't know that. Oh my God, this is interesting. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, you know, lately Amazon Studios and all the streaming platforms have become really, really big Netflix as well. And they are founding their, their, their stories too. You know, you have Warner Brothers that actually is a, is a production company that produce movies like Harry Potter, you know, um, Matrix and uh, um, Dark Knight from Batman, you know, those type of movies that are iconic, they, they are really 
on those studios. If you think about Avengers and Black Panther and Spider-Man, you're talking about Marvel Studios. So um, it's, it's a task from the studios because they already have everything, you know. They have all this amazing platform and a structure that allows them to create movies in that way. Awesome, awesome. That is super cool. So let's let's deep down further. So that was studio. Or what's the second one? So the second one comes with you are not attached to a studio and now you have to look for independent financing. And that's where we go to mention, you know, as an independent independent movie or independent producer because you are not attached to a studio that's why your movie is financed finance actually by independent investors or private equity firms so these investors they provide the capital you need for the movie and obviously they get a share of those profits but you are doing it aside from the studio I I would be really shocked if you say that you know there is pre-seed seed funding one two those kind of stuff does it happen for movies or is it just one It can happen definitely Are depending on the serious? status Yes yes because you know sometimes you need a proof of concept and you can get an independent finance in uh, your movie finance for that particular um real or or proof of concept that you want to do and um teaser you know something that allows them to prove that 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 idea or that story is actually doable and it can have like a great impact okay. so they actually take it to a focus group and they do other things to see if that's something that can be good for for to create like especially if those things are something that it will take a lot of money to invest on in them that's something that you can do mm-hmm. okay okay this is this is pretty interesting so independent financing can be angel investors who are just experimenting with the the proof of concept and then later on be added by you know independent investors or vcs or private equity firms stuff like that uh to make the movie a success and to share profits you know that's pretty cool what's the third one well the third one is something that has become um, really helpful and i think like this gives power to the fan base and in this age of crowdfunding right so crowdfunding has been really powerful for developing products but guess what it's also been powerful to creating and to developing movies. And I think like taking that approach is really great, especially if you're beginning or you have an idea that you really think that it can be proof. And what is more powerful that actually has having that fan base already invest in your movie and your story and be with them from the beginning. and that just i think like that's a wonderful wonderful way to make even they they will give you you know a small contributions and what you can do is like you can send them you know the first releases you can send them 
specifically items, like let's say things that will be signed for the cast or they can get like an invitation from a premiere. They can even be uh, producers in the movie. So that goes how you can do this fun for fans and also immerse them into that experience of movie making process with you. All right. So, I mean, crowdfunding is super cool. I have seen a lot of movies produced that way. I've seen a lot of examples. So I appreciate you sharing that. So let's let's deep dive further. Now, when you exchange notes, this one really shook me. Okay. Government funds movies. Is this is this accurate? And could you maybe help us understand which movies practically have been launched recently, which was funded by government? Yes, definitely government can fund movies. I mean, what's the benefit? Like, why would they do it? Like, don't you think that, you know, money can go in interesting things like, you know, welfare, community building, stuff like that? Why would they invest on entertainment? Oh, sorry, I was muted. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was talking muted, sorry. So, yes, so government funding is because they might feel an alignment with their cultural or artistic goals. And let me tell you, movies are so, so powerful to bring attention from to those particular places. So every time something is filmed into a particular place, that it's a movie that actually becomes like a huge um, a story or a huge hit on, on the box office, that place becomes a major attraction, you know? So if you think about the story of Hollywood, Hollywood was actually all these um touristic right touristic um input influx right it comes from the idea of going to hollywood because you want to be able to experience that what you see on movies so that's thinking about that you can actually use that touristic attraction to be useful for the government to actually um, attract people to that particular region or that particular stage, or even, you know, to create um, employment. Because as we mentioned before, a movie is a business. And actually when you are doing a business, when you're doing a movie in this case, you're attracting a lot of employ employment to that particular place. And actually there is a lot of, um, of resources coming to that place because you're attracting people, you're attracting them for a period of time, and that's really an amazing boost for the economy. So it has to, you know, that dividends that it will pay, be paid also for the government and can be really helpful in many, many ways uh, for the region or the area that it's going from. Okay, this is super cool. I, I appreciate you highlighting this. Uh, could you help us with the uh, remaining ones? What's the next one? Yes, 
so you can have tax incentive as well. It can be offered by government too. <laughs> We shit. talk about regions. Yes. <laughs> so every every state has um, their own tax incentive if they do have that for filming. And they will offer you, you know, tax rebates. They will offer credits. They will give you grants for productions. Everything that allows you to uh, bring the attention to that particular area. So that's really, really amazing. Okay, so tax benefits. That's super cool. What's next? Well, you mentioned before, you know, the pre-seed money, and now we have pre-sales. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, so this is really interesting because that means that you're actually giving the distribution right for your movie in advance. And this is fun <laughs> because if you land that uh, particular agreement with a distribution company, that means that they will take care of the movie at the end of the movie completion. So that's really important because that means one of the things, and I will go back, one of the things that are more difficult to do is actually get distribution. Because sometimes you focus so much on making the movie, but you don't know where it will land. You don't know how it would be distributed, how it will reach the audience. And because many of these foundings usually focus on the production side, not many focus on the marketing or distribution side. And that's why sometimes it could be really complicated for filmmakers to actually distribute their movie. So when you do that type of pre-sale, it, it has their pros and cons because you will have uh, different type of things you know, that oversees your movie. But if you see the good things as well, they already have their proven things. They know what to do. They know what works. And they can actually guide you to make certain adjustments in the movie for them to be able to actually, you know, distribute it in more markets, in more uh, places that might encounter complications if you don't take it under consideration during the production process so that's a really mm. great good um you know a pros in this in this negotiation yeah absolutely it makes sense uh, so sell distribution rights early so that you can make money in advance that sounds super cool and i'm guessing the last one should be like you know getting sponsors for doing product placements inside a movie correct i'm just guessing yes. Oh, it is. You're it so is. on point. Okay. <laughs> You're so on point. That was what we talked about before. And, and as you know, product placement is just including products from companies as a part of the story. And the more embed into that story, the more beneficial is to that story, the more reliable, the most... Um, real can be to the story so you have to really pay attention on those things but yes you can get funding and you can support your movie from product placement which is really helpful to found the production oh yeah you need all the money you can get because it's a business after all right so yeah it makes sense uh, i would recommend if people are interested in in coming and asking questions feel free to raise your hand i will be happy to bring you up we will be starting q a in about let's say 
10 minutes roughly i just have a, a very important question which i'm positive you guys need to hear this but before we go into the next question a little shout out from my sponsor let's take a break and hear what the sponsor has to say fast track your success by becoming a world-class communicator my name is jose ucar i'm a communication and public speaking coach and the founder of the world-class communicator program if you pay close attention to the best communicators and most influential leaders out there you will notice that they all have three things in common a winning mindset communication one-to-one -one skills and public speaking this is precisely how this online training course is laid out. The knowledge I provide in this training will enable you, amongst other things, to talk your way up the business ladder, become the influential leader people look up to, grow your personal brand and your business, deliver memorable and persuasive presentations, create enriching and long-lasting relationships, and much more. So, what do you say? Are you ready to become a world-class communicator? Join us today using this very special 75% of coupon. Just go to worldclass-communicator.com and enter JASON, all in capital letters, J-A-I-S-O-N. And I look forward to meeting you very soon. Thank you, Jose, for that lovely audio recording. I would highly recommend you guys to take advantage of this course because it's super cool. It's super discounted. And yes, I do make a small commission at no extra cost to you. Uh, that's how we fund and support my podcast and the expenditure involved. So let's deep dive further. Uh, when we had this conversation with you, Claudia, you spoke about the importance of crew members and their respective roles in filmmaking. So... You know, and I know we are a little constrained on time. Plus, we have a few guests, uh, you know, a few speakers on stage who also wants to ask you questions and contribute. So keeping time in mind, would you mind running us by uh, the main people who are involved, who are a part of the crew and what's their respective role like? Oh, yes, of course, Jason. Um, well, you know, when you are going to secure your crew members, you really have to look for main roles, specifically and mostly at the beginning, you know, at the pre-production or begin even in development, sometimes it's good to have your key players near to you on that process as well. Um, so one of the main, um, uh, positions is definitely director and as a person that is responsible right to oversee all the creative and putting all everything together for to make that universe work in a film and he's who will bring this a script this a story to life and that's really exciting right <laughs> so the producer is another really important person and usually the producer comes before the director. It can it can switch. I think like there are a lot of directors that are producers, that even are actors, even in the same um, movie, which is really incredible. You know because of all the time consuming and all the information and all the things that you have to accomplish during this movie process. But they are amazing genius that. I, I can say genius because once you 
switch hats and lines definitely is, is amazing and uniqueness thread to have. So um, once you think about the producer that comes, that usually comes before, he is the one to be responsible for gathering all that financial aspect, that logistical aspect, and it will go into securing the funding, into securing all this managing the production schedule, of course, in the direction department and the production department, you will have many, many other crew members that actually come into place to make this process easier. And each of them has like a specific task and a specific roles. I will not go deep on them because you know, we are talking about hundreds of people, but uh, definitely we'll just um, mention the head of some departments. So the cinematographer and also someone that you might know as the DP or director of photography. And that is a visionary, right? So that's a person responsible for capturing that amazing visual look. Um, they will plan along with the director as well, how will be the lighting, what would be the camera angles, uh, what would be the type of camera, the lenses, all these things to actually create this amazing atmosphere to make this film feel unique and and be pleasant, you know, and goes and it goes along definitely with with what you and how you want to tell that story. And other person that comes into this three a creative process personas is the production designer. So the production designer is really responsible for designing all the look of the film. It would be really intertwined with the cinematographer and also the director because he will design all the sets, he will give the customs the look, the special effects, all the things that come in. Customs or you mean costumes? Yes. Costumes. Oh, yes. okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, costumes. <laughs> totally. So, um, the production designer is really responsible for that. So, as you see, these three creative key roles into the movie processing making, they really work hand to hand to be able to create this atmosphere, as I mentioned before. Okay, so, so director, have, okay, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, director, producer, and you said DP and production designer. So, so, so far we have four. Yes, but I was talking about the creative process. The producer comes in, yes, it can definitely take, um, you know, take um, an important role into these, but usually the producer will <laughs> say, Yes, try to look for another way to make this possible because this is over budget. So the producer is always thinking about how to make this all enterprise work and to keep everything under progress, on, under the process, on managing things. So it, it comes from the mostly logical aspect, right? 
and the director, the DP, and the production designer usually comes into more on the creative side and how the actual movie will look. Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes yes. perfect sense. So l let's continue further. So who else would be involved in these roles? Perfect. So we have the screenwriter that's we talk about, like comes into the development process. And who do you know, it will be in charge of creating the dialogues, all the character arcs, like all the story, the structure of the story is it comes for the screenwriter. Now we have the editor that comes actually in the post-production process or a stage, and that's who is responsible for cutting, editing, selecting shots. Usually the editor will work hand-to-hand -hand with the director to be really on point on how they want to achieve the final edit. And one of the other roles that, you know, we definitely need to talk about is sound designer. So that's a really important person. We need a soundtrack. <laughs> we need sound. We need to the dialogue be heard and we need those sound effects which makes the movies and the experience so powerful. And we need music. So that's the person who design all these overall soundtrack and all this sound mix in the movie. We have the casting director who is really important because we need a person that allows us to look for the right actors or actresses for the film. And that's the person that will, will work along with the producer and the director basically to be able to choose the right uh, leads and the right uh, people, right, to go into the movie production estate and be there and actually uh, give life to those characters in the story. We have the gaffer who is the head electrician who is in charge of lighting and that's a person that will be so key for the cin cinematographer and the camera department. And we have the key grip as well, like it's really physical support for cameras and light too. So key grip, gaffer and director of photography, the camera department, all those working really on the tech and gear side of things to make actually the film work and be as a pleasant uh, surprise and entertainment for all of us. Awesome, that, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. So is there anybody else left or is, is this pretty much the, the team you require at least to start off with a movie? Yes, definitely. There is a lot of key positions. You have line producers, you have like a lot of main, main roles, but just for a glance, a quick glance, those would be kind of key, key roles into the the production side of things so um we can name a lot and i would have to say this here there is no role that is not important in a movie production everybody in a set from the beginning to the end is so so important it doesn't matter what you do 
inside of this or along this production process, it's everybody just brings something to the table to make this actually happen. I would say like craft service are amazingly <laughs> needed. Um, they are such wonderful and amazing human beings to be around and they provide so important things like food and, and arrange that everything works smoothly. I, I have to say every department, everybody that is inside of the of a movie production, it's so important truck drivers, um, all the drivers, the PAs, all the production department, the AD. AD is a really kiki role, and I didn't mention that, but AD is an assistant of director who actually runs the set. So once you go to production mode, and the AD will come along into the pre-production process as well, because AD is really a key player on handling the organization, keeping the time, making the call sheets, uh, and organizing that everybody is, and everything is in place when and where it needs to be. So that's a really, really key person in this, in this um, you know, process. Absolutely, I totally agree. The person who even brings you a cup of coffee till the very first person who produces and directs and funds, everyone has equal participation to make this uh, thing a huge success. So no efforts go yes. waste. I totally <laughs> agree with you on that front. So with that note, you know, I, I, I wanted to actually discuss a lot of things, but this subject matter is so complex and so vast like it would be next to impossible to cover everything. What you, what I would recommend uh, that we do is we're going to have like a part two of this and we're going to continue this conversation on season four. Uh, would you, would you like to be on season four, Claudia, by any chance? Like be again and let's discuss and, you know, take this ahead. Yes, I would love to. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. It would be definitely an honor. Again, this is a long conversation. And I think like I'm trying to explain it in a way that if you are new to how to make movies, you become really interested in this process and you get to know how everything is it's made, how everything works and and but i really really appreciate it and i think like yes this is this need a second part yeah Definitely. absolutely absolutely <laughs> because you know there are a lot of things other things which i personally wanted to cover as well which but i think we are running short on time okay so i uh, also want to let you guys know that you know we will be wrapping season three i i was planning on having a guest on march 1st but i kind of chucked that plan so end of feb that means we have one more episode which is going to be live on feb 22nd which is next week and post that uh we will wrap season three i'm going to take a 40 to 45 day break relax meditate sleep as much as possible because this is a lot of exhaustive work uh, which I do. The success does come with a price. To be at the top 30% is not easy. I had to really slog my ass to make it happen. Uh, when it comes to scheduling, it's, it's it's a pain in the ass. You know, I'm just being real with you. 
very very challenging i have been getting a lot of requests over from linkedin and other platforms to be featured as a guest i want to be very vocal and upfront with you uh, usually or typically my shows or the clients who i pick up to be a guest not clients but guests who i want to be featured on the show are just basically invite only if you do want to be a guest you know you're welcome to join the waitlist uh, the waitlist is imjdesigns.co which is my company forward slash guest you should be able to find this under the event description right at the bottom click on that link send in as your profile due to the sheer volume of request i get uh, it can take about four to six months for me to decide like which show to allocate you which season to allocate it it just have like a really big list at this moment which i'm trying to sort out so i appreciate your love and support and i appreciate your patience uh let's you know start with q and a i want to welcome wade to this conversation wade uh you have been a regular listener <laughs> along with thomas i sincerely applaud you for the support and thank you so much for being a regular on my show and a speaker I really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate the message which you sent me on back channel as well. So that's super cool. I'll be happy to, you know, maybe expedite the process and help you out because he's a close friend of yours. So let's move on. Uh, do you have a question for Claudia, or do you would you like to comment or contribute to this conversation? Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Jason. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever anybody is from. This has been a, a fantastic uh, episode. Uh, hello, Claudia. Uh, the question I have for you, uh, is it true or, or is my understanding correct as far as when it comes to distribution, that about two thirds of the films that have been uh, produced out there uh, don't even have uh, distribution and, and uh, you know, a, a lot of films uh, nobody's ever seen or heard of. Uh, is, is that true? Yes, thank you so much, Craig. Um, really happy to to Wade, Wade, Wade. to have you. Oh, Wade. Wade. Oh, Wade. Sorry, Wade. I, I I thought it was Greg. So Wade. Um, well, I have to say that you're correctly on point. I don't know exactly the the um, the numbers, but I can say that we were talking before distribution, and one of the most hard things to get is to be distributed. And there are many, many great films, which I've seen a couple of them, fellow filmmakers, that actually that film goes to a couple of, of rooms, like they get, you know, nationally maybe, and distributed, but never seen, you know, international distribution. And that's why, many of this effort just goes to a drawer, you know, it can be lost in, in many ways. And none of us, you know, enjoy that, those productions. So it's really hard to get distributed. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. And uh, I don't have a follow-up, so I wish everybody all the very best. And, uh, Look forward to, to hearing and, and learning more from, from everybody. Thanks so much.
absolutely right. absolutely absolutely i want to welcome thank you so much babe oh sorry <laughs> i i was just wanted to say thank you babe and thank you for your kind words really he is a super cool guy i mean all my close friends whom you would be listening now on stage are super super freaking cool uh if audience you know if you're actually listening to this conversation please give wade thomas and eve whom you see uh you know who joined our stage on linkedin please give them a follow because they are super cool people so much to learn and so much they offer uh, as speakers and contributors to my show i really applaud and appreciate them so i want to welcome thomas from australia uh i am glad that you're getting good rest nowadays and i'm i'm perfectly okay with you joining the show late thomas no hard feelings but thank you so much for still making it even if it's late because you get the juicy side you know when we are just developing and harnessing the conversation so based on what you just heard uh do you have a question or a comment sure thanks thanks uh jason um hi claudia um i was interested in in the topic um i love movies and uh i love the escape that that you get when you watch movies um you know like uh tom cruise in uh, tom hanks and all the toms in the world they seem to make good movies i i can't make a movie because i'm not rich enough but my question is this i kind of understand the difference between a producer and a director and correct me if i'm wrong director is the person that tells people what to do while they're acting or tells the actors what to do the producer is the person that stumps up the money so the producer is the multimillionaire who puts 50 million dollars down to to pay for the movie or whatever my question is um Does that mean that anyone who's like a multimillionaire can just say oh, I want to make a movie and then they just started off the idea and the rest is history? Now oh, what an interesting Thanks. question. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you so much Thomas for that question and thank you for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Oh uh, well, you know, you're right. Yes, the the director is the person who actually is in charge to make that a script to put it like into give that guidance as you said to the actors and understand how that story will be told um how they want it to be you know the feeling the atmosphere the universe that you are creating based on the script Sometimes the script is really nearby the vision of the director and sometimes the director begins on creating a completely different universe and completely different not completely different story but you know it's based on the story but the the way that he envisions and imagine the story is really different from or might be different from the script Yes, the producer is someone that is responsible for the founding, right? But specifically the executive producer because the the executive producer is the one that gets into the final you know, they can the, I don't know if you have seen on the credits of the movie that you have different producers. So one role to call that person that actually makes the funding happen 
and depending on the role can actually get people who is enrolled. Sometimes you will see in a movie that an executive producer could be another fellow director or it could be, you know, um, a really important um, actor or actress who is actually doing the executive producer for that other mo mo movie and they are not actually in the movie. So the executive producer will help to finance the movie. It doesn't matter if they are bringing the whole funds or they are actually getting the funds, you know, because they already have uh, the connections or they already have, you know, who to present this and they will bring these deals as well. It's kind of having like a partner and or an investor in a, in a business. Right. So they do that. The main producer will be going to be responsible on managing the day to day operations of the production. And those two do not need to be the same person. So usually the executive will, will stay under financial right role and the producer and that production department would oversee uh, those specific side of it. As I said, like there's a lot of people, different roles, even if they are called the same, they might be just by extra title, just mean something completely different. Yeah. So I hope, for that. Example, <laughs> I hope that helps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for example, uh, some dude called Adam Sandler, you know, the comedian, right? He's got a lot of contacts. He, he networks well, I would assume. And a lot of the times, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, he's like the executive producer um, because he is kind of senior now. He's probably 52 or whatever. And therefore, he kind of, I think, is the executive producer. And like Tom Cruise, he'd be the executive producer. Would that yes, be correct? And that, yes, an actor in the movie can be an executive producer as well. Um, and actors that are not in the movie could be executive producers too. So depending on the role of that, you mentioned Adam Sandler. So Adam Sandler has Happy Madison Productions and um, yeah, sure. he is, yes. So he's basically really into create comedies, right? that's his dinner and i've seen that he has been switching a little bit more and blending it to other uh dinners as well so um yes you can see tom cruise as well producing um his movies and overseeing that i think like actors are becoming to create their own platforms and products you can also uh, think about fast and furious as well as, uh, as um, you know, many movies in line as a Mission Impossible, let's say for Tom Cruise, you know, so they create this, this legacy around a friend franchise, right? Is the right word around movies and they actually go and produce those movies. And let me tell you something, this begins usually as in business when you're trying to create opportunities, right? So you have a movie that not everybody will produce that movie because they don't believe in that yet. 
And sometimes you have to take that role and begin to do that uh, founding, looking for that founding, and begin to create that movie as, you know, as the case of Adam Sandler, that he has his own production company and he actually leads uh, most of the movie that he produced. So that could be a way that an actor can actually end up producing their movies and being produ producer um, and being writer and being actor, you know, being involved in different roles for their movies. Um, other other person and actor that I think like um, do this really amazingly well is Tyler Perry too. And he has been able to actually create his own studios and a big oh, studios. Yes. Maria? So he began with that. With, <laughs> yes. But look, that is a franchise too, you know? And he began to do that. Then he was producing his, his own movies. He was writing his own movies. He actually made a comment that he will go, I just saw it recently, that he would just step out, go to a different role. Remember that I mentioned that sometimes when you have different roles, you have to separate your your hats, right? So he mentions that he will take two, I don't know if it's two weeks off or two months. I, I, I'm not sure about the length of time, but he will go to a place specifically to write. And in that moment, he's just a writer. And after that, he will send that to, you know, to begin those other process. And now when he comes back, now he could be, I'm, I'm not saying that that's the right um, order that he does it, but just to give an example, it could switch for that writer to now being a producer. And once he gets into the set, he is now the lead actor, you know, and sometimes even it can be the director because in some cases you see that they have roles in the movie and they can actually be directing their movie. It's complicated, but it can be done, <laughs> definitely. Thank, thank you. No more, no more, no more follow-up questions. It's, it's really interesting. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Thomas. You know, so so lovely to have you on stage and hear from you, and and I love your all your questions. I want to actually welcome a special person. Her name is Eve, and she's a part of. She's not only a combat medic of all United States Air Force, and I have been a regular listener to some of the episodes she done with the Veterans Club, which I'm a big fan of. I follow a lot of these individuals. So, Eve, welcome to my podcast so lovely to see you do you have a question for claudia or would you like to contribute hello good afternoon uh jason and claudia thank you so much for being here and for the invitation to this awesome event i always uh learn a little bit more and or get affirmation for clarification from different things that i've already tried to learn from the entertainment business so i'm always um more than appreciative to hear um what experts and professionals have to say about this field since I'm still maneuvering through the space. Um, but Jason is correct. Uh, I host a podcast on uh, several cross platforms right now. Um, it's called the Powwow Coffee Meet and it's for veterans and in support of veterans for um, in, in uh, I would say the best form to say is to be able to show camaraderie support and uh the goal is to try and keep veterans out 
of homelessness and suicidal thought processes. Uh, but thank you so much for being here. My my uh, my stance here is for support, and more than anything, I think that um, I would like to know if uh, the show is on replay. And I think the only other question that I would have or comment would be that um, anybody can make a movie, but it's just making a good movie, right? <laughs> Yes, thank you so much, Eve. Thank you so much for sharing with us as well. I just want to to say thank you again for all the amazing, amazing support that you're giving veterans as well. Thank you so much for that. Um, you just share a beautiful way to support them and that's really, really admirable. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, well, I have to say, with that comment, yes, everybody can make a movie. I would say that a good movie is different, and it might not be different. This is why I, I mentioned this. We all, even the most amazing filmmakers, will begin with short films and you know, telling the stories in a way that might not be the way that they do it nowadays, right? Once they are a really experiment a director. So one of the things that I would say that I love about technology now is that it allows you to create with your cell phone, to create and tell stories in a powerful way without having to invest that much. And when you're trying to, to create a career because you love this, because you love to share a story, because you love to share with people, to inspire, to entertain, um, you know, I think like you can do it without thinking that you will do the most amazing movie. I know that we all want to have that, a really great movie, but just the right thing to do is just begin. And if you have that on your heart and you want to tell stories, to share, um, just beginning to do it, it's powerful. And when you're doing it with a crew that might support you, I've seen a lot of directors that will begin with, with a crew that it will be ending when they are, you know, Academy Awards director and they will still work alone. So um, when you are beginning, you might surround yourself with really with people that believes in you and in the visual and the way that you want to tell stories, especially I'm talking for directors, right? And, and that's the power of it. When you want to share a story, if you're writing and it's really powerful and just beginning to do it. That would be the advice that I can give to everybody that wants to do. You don't need to specifically go to school to begin to experience things doing and being a filmmaker. Yes, you need knowledge, 
Um, but nowadays we have a lot of information and there are a lot of great directors and great writers that might not have like a college background behind them. For me, it's just the will to do it. And if you put your heart in it and you practice enough, you might be, you know, the next big storyteller and your piece of art, you know, could be more than that. It could be something that it will be there um, and will prevail during time. And that's why I think like his stories are so important to bring us that legacy. Thank you so much, Eve, for that, for that uh, comment. I really, I really resonate with it. Thank you. I, I just say that because I've been in uh, a lot of rooms and clubhouse and around a lot of directors and different people who have uh, given me a lot of guidance because they think that a lot of the stuff that I do is, you know, uh, worthy, not worthy of making um, some films. And so I get encouraged a lot by you guys uh, to look at all the work because I'm a photographer, videographer. I always do that. It's always been a hobby of mine since I was in the military. So I have tons of footage. <laughs> if anything else, oh, that right? Was wonderful. One day I'll... Con yes, congratulations on that. That's something that you have that unique vision. So if you have yeah. that and that's something that you love, just continue doing it. And I'm pretty sure that you might have stories that are worth the tell. Um, so I really, really encourage you to do that as well. I have to say that, yes, our ideas that are doable, that yes, there are ideas that might be as sticky than others. It's, it's how we were talking about before, like business. Not every everything or every product might, you know, be out. But I have to say that all the ideas and the stories are already told, right? So... What you have to have is like an idea and look the way to create something, to blend it, to look it into a different perspective that might create something unique and new and have like a new perspective that can be something that people find interested, interesting to watch and to and to you know, to have that fan base that really get excited with that story. Awesome. Awesome. Go ahead. Eve. That's great advice. Thank you so much for that. I think um, more than anything, people just resonate with things that comes from the heart. And I think that that's what I can um, depict from what you're explaining here about uh, the entertainment film industry and how to be able to go through the processes. And I think, I think it's super important to understand all those processes because you can get lost and um, it's, it's very easy to just make something and not make anything out of it, you know? So I think that that's one of the important things that I, I've looked at and I've honed into and I continue getting affirmation, especially with the conversation that you had earlier about all the different people that get involved because it is a process. And if you want to make something good, then you should really uh, allow other people to collaborate with you. So thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Eve, I, I want to thank you for your service also. And I appreciate the question uh, and the comment and what you have contributed and shared. And I really love the thing which you're doing to support veterans, helping the community. That is thank super you for the support. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. On that note, you know, we are in the process of wrapping up the show, so I want to give Claudia the opportunity to promote uh, what would be the call to action for today, Claudia, for this episode. Thank you so much, Jason. I just want to again say thank you. It's really an honor to have been here. And thank you so much for your wonderful questions and comments. I really appreciate that. Well, I have to say that one of the call to actions, as you said, <laughs> we are putting together marketing and filmmaker. And I think like based on what we talked today and also what um, um, that, that it was brought, right? So many of the films are not being seen or are not getting distributed because sometimes we don't have the right strategies or we don't know if it's the beginning of the movie and the earlier stages, how to put together the right package to present. It could be on both ends. So marketing plays a really, really important side of it. And that's why we are creating something that blends all and it's movie brand box. But today, I would definitely encourage you, we have like a link on top that is Claudia BST. It stands for Visual Storyteller. And you can go to ClaudiaVST.com. There you will find a um, link to a calendar and I'm more than happy to respond any question that you have and any guidance that you might need. I'm, I'm, again, I'm more than happy to connect with you if you're listening and you have a couple of questions extra to ask. So um, that would be my, my gift for today. And I really encourage all the audience that has projects or that wants to create something in the film and wants the story to be told. It is super cool. So I have this link under the event comments. If you want to find the event comments, if you're on LinkedIn, click on the three dots on the top and you should be able to find event details. Scroll down. You should be able to find Claudia's website. This is like a Calendly link. So please reach out to her. But at the same time, I'd like you to be respectful to her time because she's also in the process of already working on a movie. So if you have something which can be answered over Google, just use Google or ChatGPT to do that uh, if you have something a little more complex please reach out to claudia and you would be able to get those specifics okay uh, i also want to let you know that it would be very challenging for you to google claudia she is not on google okay she's a very secretive person and she likes to keep things to herself so don't google her you would not be able to find anything nothing on linkedin also so just approach and use the medium which we have suggested and you should be directed to the right place so do you have any final thoughts claudia before we wrap things up any one last takeaway before we wrap this conversation no, I'm just laughing on that statement, Jason. <laughs> it's true. I'm not no, lying. No, no. I'm yes. not lying. You can't. Oh, you goodness. can't find anything about her. Okay. Some people oh, are like no. that. You know. Well, it's just. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just laughing. So, um, yes, and I have to say that um, if you have a story in your heart, and this is my my advice to you. Uh, begin to work on it, begin to make it happen. Yes, as if chair, 
take under consideration the right process from the beginning. I think it's really important when you are um, trying to get um, get your film made. And it's important to follow it, but most importantly, follow your heart, really be connect with the story that you want to tell. And most importantly, believe in you, believe in what you have to give because your voice and your story needs to be told. And who better person to, to tell it? to share it with all of us than you. So don't be afraid, just begin the first step and begin to tell stories. And that's how you make this amazing profession happens and, and you know, be fruitful for you when you just begin to take that and to begin to give the first steps. Awesome. Thank you so and much I, for that. <laughs> thank that. you. Thank that you, That is super Jason. cool. That is super, super cool. I want to thank all the eight listeners left, you know, surviving uh, this extended podcast we had. Thank you, Thomas, Daniel, Amir, Arpit, Jane. No, scientists, not so nice to see you. Uh, Ted, Puneet, and, and my good friend, Frankie. Thank you so much for your love and support. And everyone who is also on stage, without your love and support, this podcast wouldn't be a success. Uh, I would not be in a position to do what I'm doing right now. So thank you. Thank you so much. So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, you take care of yourself. See you next week. T tomorrow. Next week would be my last episode. Uh, it's about color. I would recommend you to go to the feature section of my LinkedIn profile and you should be able to find that event. That's the last event, uh, you know, with Peggy. And we're going to speak about color, the psychology behind it, color forecasting, how it works, color trends, stuff like that. Take care. Have a lovely morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you're in the world. Thank you again. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us. And thank you again, Jason, for this wonderful episode. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day, evening. Thank you all. Happy to connect and, and listen to you as well. <laughs>